Welcome to Grown Women Brunch, the podcast for women who have lived a little. I'm your host, Norma L. Jarrett. Grown Woman Brunch is inspired by my very first book series, Sunday Brunch, The Sunday Brunch Diaries, Bridal Brunch, and Brunchspiration, all available on Amazon.com. We are still having brunch, ladies. It's just that the conversation is a little different. Hello, this is Norma L. Jarrett, your host of the Grown Woman Brunch, and this is episode two. So have you ever had a friend ghost you or had a friend stop speaking to you and didn't discover the reason until years later? Has marriage and children had an impact on your friendships? Is it more challenging to find friends in this season of life? Girl, you are not alone. I got you. In episode two, we're going to be talking about all things friendships, especially friendships through the seasons of life. Recently, I watched a throwback rom-com, Something Borrowed. And if you know me, you know I love my romantic comedies. It starred Kate Hudson as Darcy, an assertive blonde who's always gotten what she wanted, and Jennifer Goodwin as Rachel, an attractive, talented, but sometimes passive attorney. Theirs was a severely one-sided relationship. Darcy was marrying Dex, and I love that name. Isn't that a cool name, Dex? Rachel's law school friend and guy crush, Rachel was her maid of honor. I was about to feel sorry for old girl Rachel when I realized her inability to express her wants and needs was at the root of this mismatched, soon-to-be disastrous set of circumstances. Dex had always liked Rachel, but she practically played matchmaker with her best friend, and her very own crush. I would tell you how it ends, but you need to watch it for yourself. This movie provided a few nuggets and some great intro for this episode. Friendships for every life season. I have to admit, I've been blessed with some really great friends throughout the years. They've come from every season of life. Childhood, college, sorority, author friends, law school, church, and by divine orchestration, But I noticed finding these new and deep friendships can become more challenging with time. So in my own Carrie Bradshaw voice, I couldn't help but wonder, was it me? Was it them? Or was it simply life circumstances? I can laugh now, but I recall almost acting like a bad sitcom character interviewing I mean, meeting potential new friends for coffee or brunch. But after some time, God assured me it was just a season. All was well in the friendship arena. So I spent more time alone with him. And I wanted to share with you what he whispered to me about this friendship through life season situations. Our sister friends needs to change and evolve over time. In truth, I am an introvert. So that doesn't mean I don't need, it doesn't mean I need to be surrounded with friends all the time. I just want to know that my girls are there. I guess you can say I want the best of both worlds. Perhaps you've experienced this friendship void. If this is you, I'm here to share some nuggets to help us make, keep, and steward over our friendships over time. So here we go. Number one, 
Your friends are not your therapists. Girl, I can remember when my mother first passed away. I had just graduated from college and it felt like someone had reached right into my body and snatched out my heart. Because your mom is your first best friend in most cases. I've had so many questions no one around me could relate and that made me feel like one of the loneliest young women in the world. I was depressed and cried for what seemed like 180 days. Add to it a new corporate job in a strange city. And this otherwise should have been a great time in my life. Sure, I had friends who treated me like family, but at the end of the day, I was that motherless child even though I was a grown woman. There was a wound that nobody could heal, so I wandered, lingered on the phone for hours to anyone who listened and poured out my heart to friends, distant family, and so-called boyfriends. I was strong but realized I was a candidate for codependency. Years later, one of my friends actually was a licensed psychotherapist, and she was a blessing at the time, but I think I even wore her out. And it had become painfully obvious I'd done the same thing to another sweet sister friend. I can recall one day my very patient friend and I started a conversation as I always do. Girl, you're not going to believe what happened. And she stopped me immediately with these words. I just had a miscarriage. Translation, I cannot do this with you right now. I have my own crisis. Boom. Enough had been enough. I was clueless. I've been leaning on her that hard because she seemed poised, calm, and always open to hearing my issues. So here was the lesson. Recognize the person you run to every time your world is falling apart. And at some point, you can break them or the friendship. Don't get me wrong. There are some women out there who are always there for us, offering loving support. You might be one of them. They have been assigned to encourage, pray, and help us, but it can easily get out of balance. That's the point when God will shut it down because you have turned that person into God. It's no longer a healthy situation. Just like Rachel and Something Borrowed, the relationship was so one-sided and imbalanced, it will break everybody involved. So sis, listen to me. Don't become the savior, dumping ground, or therapist of a friend to the point where you are worn out. If you are on the other side of this formula, it may be time to put on your big girl panties and get help from someone equipped to meet your need. Why? You're saving your, you saving your friendship and yourself will be worth it in the end. Number two. Understand the difference between a friendship, acquaintance, and business associate. Okay, so how many of you have regretted sharing some intimate details of your life with a quote-unquote friend, only to hear it out of their husband's mouth, receive judgment, or realize you should have just kept it all business? It happens. Don't beat yourself up. It only takes one time to learn this lesson, or it should only take one time. We should give most people the benefit of the doubt, but it's important to understand why a person is in your life. For example, you meet a person, there's this instant sister-friend chemistry. Before you know it, you're laughing, sharing commonalities and stories. But she's your accountant, lawyer, consultant, or some other role. Tread lightly with every new friendship 
or relationship, you need to understand how open to be with them. They could very well turn out to be a great friend, business connect, or both. But give it a little time. It won't take long to understand why God has allowed your paths to cross. Number three, in friendship, grace should always have a place. I can't believe she ghosted me like that. My friend of over 20-something years was MIA. This was one of my very first friends I met when I came to Houston. My soror, prayer partner, church sis, and my sister from another mother was missing. I wanted my sister friend back. When she got married, I understood. But when she much later just dropped off the face of the earth, I was baffled. Much later, after my feelings were good and hurt, I just released her, believing that somehow our friendship would resurface. But however, we recently reconnected. We picked up like nothing ever happened. She explained that she had gone through some life changes, had been a caregiver, and what little strength that she had, she spent fasting and praying for her son who was going through some things. I immediately understood and extra grateful we had the opportunity to talk. I refused to give up on us. Our bond was too strong. In my spirit, I just knew something else was happening. At the time I was praying for her, she had prayed to God to reconnect with her old friends, and I was one of them. In another situation, God had reunited a friendship at my sorority conference. I came down the escalator and ran ran right into a beautiful friend of mine I had not seen in years. We held each other tight, and most recently, a friend of mine had no idea my husband had gotten sick. And so when we finally did get a chance to catch up, there was much empathy. Again, I believe empathy came with this revelation and it can come in every situation that's similar. What am I saying? True friends give each other grace. As we mature in life, circumstances may require our full attention, all our energy and all our spiritual strength. I encourage you to reach out to people in your life you've created bonds with. Chances are they haven't disappeared or ghosted you, but they are going through some things. Number four, you may be required to walk out a season alone for a particular reason. If I could, I would love to have brunch every Sunday with treasured friends. It's like one of my favorite things to do, obviously. I love to laugh, talk, or enjoy the sister time, but sometimes that's just not real life. There are seasons when God needs us to himself. Our friends have the best of intentions, but sometimes only the voice, advice, or fellowship we need to have is with God. And when he sees fit, he will reconnect us and add to our friendship circle. This is critical, especially if you are in a purpose season. You are about to give birth to a new idea or even about to get married. It may seem lonely, but just trust him. Spend the time in worship and the study of word. He will make up for lost time. And number five, it's not the quantity, but the quality of the relationships. We are all wired different. There are times when I wish I could be this super social being, but I know myself. After spending time with people, no matter how great they are, I need to replenish my spirit. I'm more than okay with having a few great, meaningful relationships over a multitude of women in my life. Don't get me wrong. I am connected to alumni, my sorority family, 
They are an embarrassment of loving riches, but my true friends who really know me, it's a very small number. Some I've known for decades, others a bit less. It's not the quantity, but the quality. As our vision, spirituality, and goals grow, our friendships evolve and change. Don't get set on sharing and including all your friends in your life in every experience. When you have higher goals and aspirations, you will sit at different tables. You may make fast friends and mentors for that season, but in your spirit, you'll know. Just be open to the process. I believe in divine orchestration. Even if it feels like as though you may have lost a few friends, God's got you. He provides when you ask. Beautiful sister friends are inside his will. So trust him to preserve and add to your relationships. And the bonus is always great to have friends of different ages. I kind of look at it like a cross. At the head are the old, older, wiser, more mature peers or above you. And then next to you are those who are in the same space and place. They are your peers. And then underneath you are people you mentor to or sow into yourself. So that's it, my GWB sister friends. I just wanted to share a word on friendships. They've been the key and the gift to every season of my life. And I want to encourage us all in our stewardship over friending. If you love this episode, please share it with others. Send me a love note at Norma at NormaJarrett.com. And to learn more about my books or even myself, visit NormaJarrett.com. Thanks and have a great day. And thanks for tuning in to Grown Women Brunch. Hey, Grown Women Brunch family. I just wanted to pop in and I guess you would call this a devotional bite. I was sitting here meditating on something that happened a few years back, an event that I had that kind of fell apart. And I had been carrying that situation for quite some time. And I heard God clearly say, please move forward with the fresh grace and the fresh anointing that I have given you to do so. So I don't know who this word is for, but you're stalled. You're stalled because something didn't go quite as well as you had planned it was something that you put all in you spent money or for some reason a person backed out or you just don't even know why this thing didn't work out it's time to let it go it's time to understand and know the power of God to recreate to restore and to give you new and greater victories But if you're walking around like you're handcuffed to this one situation that you thought was going to blow up or you thought this one situation was going to be the key to the next level and it just didn't work. Not only did it didn't work, it left all sorts of damage and debt. Just let it go. You're going to have to clear your mind and clear your creative space and clear your energy And trust God to move forward. So that's it. That's my Grown Woman Brunch devotional bite for today. And if you notice, these are all food themes. So take up your mat and walk, ladies. Take up your mat and walk.